uh, to take good care of you. Hawkeyes hoop standout Caitlin Clark is undergoing more tests on the ankle injury she suffered in last night's loss to Kansas State. Clark's status for Sunday against Belmont is uncertain. Early start for Drake today. The Bulldogs taking on Buffalo in the Paradise Jam in the U.S. Virgin Islands. In a last-minute reversal, Qatari officials have decided to ban alcoholic drinks at World Cup venues, complicating the sponsorship agreement with Budweiser. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jet Bros Barbecue Studios, now featuring CBD-infused seltzer to get happy, legal for 18 and up, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. To Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, take you up until one. Murph and Andy follow us. Then the drive with Heather and Sean follows Murph and Andy. They come at you at 3 o'clock. Uh, Trent, a couple of, well, at least one housekeeping uh, issue on the agenda before we get into maybe the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are giving away tickets. Dr. Stephen Fuller, FullerDental.net, two locations, including the new one in Altoona. One more set of Hawkeye football tickets to give away, and this is how we're doing it, same way we've done it all year long. Go to the Miller & Condon Twitter account. Once you get there, we ask you for the combined total yards, Gophers, Hawks, Total yards, closest without going over. And if you are that person, you'll get two tickets to see Nebraska. Uh, pay a visit to Kinnick Stadium as you bring down the curtain on Kinnick Stadium for this year. Uh, you must use the hashtag Fuller Dental. The um, guesses the have to be in by kickoff, or mm-hmm. did you put 3 o'clock on there? Uh, 2.59. 2.59. The contest closes at 2.59. Here's the one caveat. If you think there's going to be 314, and that's the number you submit, but somebody's grabbed 314 before you, they own it, not you. So make sure that that number, whatever you believe it will be, is still available. And you can see them all at Miller & Condon. Twitter account, you don't need to follow us, but that's um, where you go to enter this contest. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net, two locations uh, on East 29th for one and uh, Southwest 8th Street in Altoona for the other. All right, Trent Condon, uh, you've got a football game tonight. Mm-hmm. It's a high school, uh, the high school championship. Southeast Polk going for back-to-back. Valley trying to win their first in, what did you say when we had Swenson on the other day? 11 years, Jeez, 2011. Seemingly, because they owned it for when the when the calendar switched, the millennium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Valley was still riding high at the time. Of course, we know the run Dowling went on, uh, dot, dot, dot. All right, so um, make a case for Valley. How does Valley keep it close? Well, I mean, the game plan's got to be very similar to how they did it against Dowling. Hang around. I mean, that, that's the start, because Southeast Polk, they can overwhelm you. With Abu Sama, who Gary Swenson told us earlier in the week, is the best running yeah. back he's seen at the high school level. Right. He's seen a lot of good running backs. Yes. And he's been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts right there. And we, I like the kid that's behind him, too. Yeah, he yeah. played a multiple sport. Mm-hmm. I think he was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. I saw him play, well, the night that um, uh, WHO 13 had the game. Was it Ankeny? Yes, it was Ankeny. The Hawks. He's good. Yes. But Sama's better. Yes, Sama right. is a game breaker. And Harrison Gibson is kind of that grinded out type of guy. Now, the offensive line is huge. The linebackers are going to have to play well. And another thing Coach Swenson told us is so many of the guys defensively, Week after week or after week are playing their best game. I mean, they just keep building mm-hmm. from end of the regular season, 
first playoff game against PVU, PV, then Cedar Falls, and of course Dowling. And again, it's kind of cliche, but to pull an upset, I think those guys also have to play their yeah. best game. They have to yep. play even better than they did last Friday to do it. It's been a grind, but mm-hmm. this team believes on top of it. And they're going to go out there. But most importantly, you can't get overwhelmed. I mean, you can't look up in the way that Valley's built. They can't be down 14 nothing in the beginning of the second quarter. Right. For all intents and purposes, it very well could be mm-hmm. over at that point. So hang around, make some plays. I really like Prevenza, their quarterback, too. I mean, he can run around it and do a lot with his feet. Still developing it as a passer. He's more of an athlete back there. But they got a couple of good receivers. And the kid that caught the two-point conversion, Zay Robinson, keep an eye out for him. Uh, both basketball-wise, he's a really good basketball player. But football-wise, he's like one right now. What year is he? He's a sophomore. He's gone to a lot of camps. We don't get many wide receivers, high D1 wide receivers yeah. that come out of our state. Zay Robinson could be that guy. Breck? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's a rarity. And yeah. he's, if he gets another inch or two, you know, gets up to 6'2", 6'3", he's got blazing speed. He's a great basketball player. High level of athleticism. Still like, feels like at times he's still figuring it out, but he figured it out. Made a great catch before the two-point conversion on the drive that ultimately led to that uh, on the sideline. I mean, there's a defender blanketing him, kept his feet in bounds. He's a high, high-level player. That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to attack. You're not just going to be able to line up and beat Southeast Polk. You know, mano a mano. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to make some plays in the passing game to get it. Well, done. I hope it, I hope it's a close game because it's yeah. um. There's a couple of decent basketball games. Big big mm-hmm. name schools are playing. I think Las Vegas are they not a T-Mobile? A uh, couple of marquee games uh, taking place out there. But uh, well, this is on my agenda tonight is the five A championship um, that will be televised. All right, let's get into the NFL. Re- re- I don't want to spend a ton of time, but yeah. I do want to spend some time there as we're running out of college football and soon the NFL will be front and centers. We make our way through the playoffs. I'm still dumbfounded by the, uh, the Vikings and the Cowboys, especially the fact that the Cowboys are favored in this game. Mm-hmm. What, what, what am I missing here? Uh, is it, is it the week after week after week? One of these times they're not going to be able to pull out the proverbial rabbit from their hat when it comes to the Vikings because they seemingly have. Uh, Dallas, you would think smarting after that. I mean, I don't know how they let that one get away last week. I really and truly don't. But why can't Minnesota win this game? Oh, they absolutely can. And the point spread says it. And the environment that it's going to be. Now, beginning of the week, it was, all right, Vegas is trying to tell us something. And I don't know, as this week has progressed, I, I have, I've kind of started to tilt back a little bit more the Minnesota way that they believe. And funky things can happen when teams get that belief. I mean, think of the last two seasons of Zimmer 2 with the Vikings. It wasn't that they were bad. It was just they would lose mm-hmm. all these close games. Mm-hmm. And it's something we can't measure. It's something that my analytical brain, you can't put a number behind it. But that belief system that man, we're going to find a way. That's what happens in sports. That's why it's not easy to grind it out betting-wise or just figuring out who's going to win games. Because there is the human element. Yeah. And there's something human on the human element that's happening with this Vikings team right now. I'm not going to pick against them. I, I was at the beginning of the week. I'm not ready to go there. That is certainly not going to be part of my picks coming up this week, going with the Cowboys I thought I was. Because, yeah, they're right there. And Cousins, he can make plays. Mm-hmm. And did we find something out about how to attack that Cowboy defense last week with what the Packers were able to do? An offensive line that wasn't playing well. Mm-hmm. We know Aaron Jones is talented, mm-hmm. but they just kept grinding out, grinding out taking Micah Parsons out of it a little bit with what he does best. I like the game plan. I think a similar so you think one for it's the a Dalvin Cook? Well, Derrissaw's got to be healthy, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's without him. And he's, he's been terrific. 
they that offensive line takes a huge step back. I think that's a part of it too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you. I Vikings. It's a one point half point spread. Of course, they can win. I'm not as deep into the Cowboys as I thought I was going to be. Uh, one of the appointment TV is Trevon Diggs versus Jefferson, right? I would, I would think that they'll see a whole lot of each other. Uh, and these two, Justin Jefferson and Trevon Diggs, they're a very talented corner uh, for the Cowboys. I'm with you. I, I think the I think the uh, the beat goes on for the Vikings this week, and the, and the Cowboys get set for Thursday, and well, they will host the. The football giants. What's the next best game of the week? You know, it's a game, and it got flexed this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBC was originally going to show Cincy Steelers. A, yeah. I like the matchup a lot. I do. I do like that matchup. Um, just those teams. I, I like the division, the uh, the AFC North. Uh, they flex to the AFC West anytime you get the Chiefs. You do that. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's the right move. But I think the Bengals and the Steelers got some buzz. Do you? No. Bengals Steelers? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, I still think that the Bengals are very much alive. I think the Bengals are getting in the playoffs. I can buy that, but the Steelers? Have you watched that team? Well, I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's, the game is in Pittsburgh. It's it's one of those. I mean, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Look at those two teams over the last. I mean, I got a half dozen games that I'm more intrigued by that. Really? One. Yeah. Lay, lay them on me. Well, I want to see Buffalo bounce back factor against but, the Browns, a but, team that can run the football. True. By the way, Buffalo's still in Buffalo. Oh, they are. They're still in Buffalo. What are they going to do? I have no idea. Why didn't they leave yesterday? I have no clue. I know it's hard to pull it off, but you pull it off. But you, you, this has been in the works since Monday. There's right. been whispers. You yes. Know, if this is as bad as we think it's going to be, I mean, they have to be preparing for this. And did you see they're also planning to go back to Buffalo? Which makes no sense No. To me. You stay there. You're playing Thursday. Correct. Stay there. What are- You're traveling Wednesday to get back to Detroit. You're going to get home on Monday and two days later. Just stay there. Right. Just stay there. Go through your practices. You can. They'll find a way to make that happen. This is one of the more baffling decisions by both the front office and McDermott. Mm-hmm. This, this is one he's going to be second-guessed. If... Something goes wrong. The Browns, they can grind out kind of stupid wins, and they got a pass rush, mm-hmm. and just the way Allen's been turning the back. football off. Yeah, I mean, they got two. Yeah, it's you lose this one, coupled with going back home. Then he got the. It just there's a lot of weirdness going on right now. Kansas City, they're sitting in the catbird seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're hey, let all this weird garbage happen to them. Let let them figure it all out and. We'll just sit out here plucking off games. The Chargers win this game though Sunday night. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> taking your fan hat aside. Well, no, taking my betting tickets oh, that, aside. Yeah. Um, well, what's what's the most probable loss for the Chiefs going forward? If if, if, if and I want to see Buffalo host. I, I do want them to get the one. So they play the Chargers, then the Rams, then they go to this is Kansas City, two Cincy, two Denver, two Houston. Is there a loss there? Uh, this would be the one that you'd point at. Maybe. Chargers have played really well against Kansas City, too. Really well. They are the only team over the last five years to have multiple wins in the division, mm-hmm. I believe. And they might get Mike Williams and Keenan Allen yes. back. Both those guys are practicing mm-hmm. at the very least. And the rest of the schedule for KC, they're going to be favored by... In every game. Every game. Every game, no no doubt. Outside of the game at Cincinnati, they might be favored by a touchdown in every game. At Denver, at Houston, home to Seattle, home to Denver, at Vegas. Yes, the Cincinnati or this mm-hmm. one are the two most difficult. I th- I agree with you. If if indeed Buffalo's going to get back, and then if Buffalo does get it back, they're going to have to hold it. And right. their schedule's not that difficult either down the stretch. In comparison, no, I don't I don't think so. Buffalo uh, the rest of the way. Obviously, the Browns in Detroit this week, then at the Lions, at the Patriots. After that, 
It'll be three straight roadies for them, though, mm-hmm. as they go to New England. Home for the Jets, home for the Dolphins, at the Bears, at the Bengals. Oh, Bills, a little more difficult than you think here. Okay. They're not home free, and I sold some of that Josh Allen stock. Did you? Yeah. He's trying too hard. That's what he's, he's putting it on himself. He's trying to make plays that he shouldn't. If it's not there, just don't don't try and force it. We'll see. I'm now. I would sell some of his MVP stock. Oh, absolutely. That's all gone. I think it should be if it's not. Well, it's got a chance to get it back though, including starting this week if they can get out of Buffalo. Right. We'll take a timeout. Tom Caker will join us. Uh, a lot of ground to talk, cover with Tom. Um, I do want to get into the collective, the Caden Proctor, Caitlin Clark, maybe more importantly, um, her status after she was helped off the floor at the end of that game last night as they uh, fell to uh, K State. Uh, but what's her status going forward? Has there been any update? We'll talk to Tom as he. Gets Get set to head to the Twin Cities to Huntington Bank <laughs> Stadium, where the Gophers will host the Hawks. Kakert next. Our pick still to come. Miller and Condon. It's a football Friday on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. See love. Joined again by Dr. Ethan Heisman, Elite Eye Care in Waukee, and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Come see us at Elite Eye Care in our two locations, and you can see myself, Dr. Ethan Heisman. We have Dr. Heidi Bell, Dr. Kelsey Swatsky, Dr. Macy Dieleman, and Dr. Kelly Jansma. 1-800. That's all. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it us. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, about 12.25 on a Friday. Time for another $1,000 handoff. Head to KXNO.com right now. Once you get there, you'll see the pop-up box. And once you do, uh, enter the keyword grand, grand, at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Your chance to win tickets to see the Hawks take on Nebraska. Next week, go to the Miller & Condon Twitter account. Once you get there, uh, you'll see the uh, the contest, the rules. You must use the hashtag Fuller Dental. Uh, Dr. Stephen Fuller has given us tickets to all of the uh, Hawkeye home football games. Uh, we've got basketball tickets to give away. We'll tell you more about that. East 29th Street, 2822 East 29th. And their brand new location, 509 8th Street Southeast in Altoona. Total yards between the Gophers and the Hawkeyes closest without going over. Uh, once that number is claimed, it can be no longer be used again. So make sure that number is still available. You have to use the hashtag at Fuller Dental. Let's get Tom Cakert in here. A lot of ground to cover with Tom, including the football game. Uh, we will get to Caden uh, Proctor, but I want to start, Tom, first of all, by welcoming you to the program and thanking you for doing this, as always, on Fridays. Oh, Appreciate it for that. Uh, Caitlin Clark, Tom, I know you do, and we love having you. Caitlin Clark, uh, helped off the floor at the end of that game last night. Any update, or when do you anticipate, uh, if you haven't heard anything, that we will get some definitive uh, clarity on the severity of uh, Clark's injury? 
Yeah, and she's been bothered by that. I, I, I think in the Southern game, she kind of rolled the ankle too. So I think it's just something that she's going to be dealing with. But I would, I would guess there's probably about a hundred percent chance she'll be out there for the Belmont game. So well, that's good. I don't anticipate her leaving, uh, missing any, any action. So, well, good in one way, but health at the end. I mean, ultimately, this is about. I mean, it's about March for this team. Mm-hmm. It's not about another regular season title or another Big Ten tournament championship. It's about making a deep run, getting to an Elite Eight, or maybe breaking down that that door for the first time in 30 years and getting to a Final Four, preseason number four. This team, though, still has struggles defensively. Was that too high of a perch? Was it just too much love of, of Caitlin Clark and what an individual talent she is? This team maybe not quite that good? Well, I think you could make a case that they are that good just because they basically got their starting lineup back. You know, they, it, it's not like the it was just Caitlin Clark and nobody. I mean, Monica Cesano is as good a post player as there is in the country. She's certainly one of the most underrated players in the country. And you've got Kate Martin and you've got uh, Kevin Marshall. You, you've got uh, Kenna Warnock. you got uh, some really good freshmen. Hannah Stolke has been terrific so far. Um, there's a lot of talent on that team. So um, I... I don't think it was, it was, uh, you know, I, I think they're probably a top eight team, but they just got slotted in at four. That's mm. probably, that's what I would say right now. And potentially grow higher. Well, good news on Caitlin Clark. Let, let's go to Caden Proctor and perhaps not as good a news, although Trent shared with us at the beginning of the show, you still think it's 70-30 in favor of Iowa. Tom, uh, I know that the uh, the the, uh, the Hawkeye Swarm, uh, the collective was in town a couple of nights ago, uh, and apparently there is money that's going to be available to Caden Proctor. What can you share with us as far as the uh, how much um, might be uh, on the table in order to keep Caden Proctor uh, as a Hawkeye commit as Oregon is coming hard and Alabama's not going anywhere. Yeah, um, I don't know the exact numbers um, from Iowa's perspective. I, I think everybody it's been acknowledged that that Oregon had like a you know a, a seven figure. Uh, opportunity for him back before he committed to Iowa. He, he, I think he verified that in a, uh, in an interview with one of the Des Moines TV stations that there was a school and I, I've been told it's Oregon that, that made him a substantial offer. And, um, he turned it down at that point. Um, obviously he's, he's at least piqued his interest again. And, um, you know, he went out to Oregon last weekend, visited there, uh, by all accounts, had a good time. Um, but, you know, Iowa is not going to be able to compete dollar for dollar with Alabama or Oregon. It's pretty clear to me that Phil Knight is 85 years old and he's decided that he wants to uh, win an, or, go, you know, go to a national title game again or win a national title. And so he's got the money to spend to do that. So he's going to do that. And he sees value in Caden Proctor, as does University of Iowa. But I think at the end of the day, um, I was going to make a competitive enough offer to him that, um, well, it won't be equal. It will be enough. And, um, there's value in being close to home. And I think, you know, if you've ever been to Eugene, hard to get to Eugene. <laughs> that has a factor in as well. His girlfriend also on that visit to Oregon last week. And you wonder, she would be real excited about being that way far away from home. Another 
kind of component that you have to throw in there when we're still talking about 17, 18-year-old guys and making decisions. Uh, saw on your message boards there at Hawkeye Report, Tom, a conversation from uh, the guy that runs Iowa Swarm and said that the, the offer and the package that they're putting together is up towards seven figures for Caden Proctor. Do you know is yeah. that, you know, would that be over a four-year period? Does that include you know, the car that he got from Deary and, and the other things that are out there? If you can, I know you know a little bit more about this. Kind of fill in the details. Yeah. It's um, it, it would be over a, at least a three-year span. I okay. think we all just kind of assumed right. that, that Caden's only going to be at right. Iowa for three years, yes. right? Yep. Um, so that's what, I, that's what I've been told. It's, it's over three years, um, you know, that it would be. Um, you know, in that ballpark and, um, you know, he's the, the vehicle thing. I, I think everybody can, you know, Dury brothers flies a big plane, plane above, uh, above Kinnick stadium. Yeah. So, and that's where he got his truck from. So, uh, draw two and two together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, uh, was pretty obvious what was going on there. Um, but, um, yeah, I think he's, he's going to have a really good offer from Iowa. Uh, and, and like I said, I don't know all the details. I just know that what um, you know what Brad uh, Brad Heinrich has been uh, saying that uh, you know it's going to be a terrific offer for him, and and and, and that includes um, you know getting money during the season as well uh, through like the rest of the, the student athletes do. Uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Well, Tom, let's get to the game with so much all of a sudden to play for uh, at Huntington Bank Stadium uh, up in the Twin Cities. What? So first of all, what are you hearing? And I, I know that you go behind, you, you're go, call it behind enemy lines with uh, whoever the Hawks are playing. Um, whoever that is that uh, your rival's counterpart at, at, uh, at, with, with the Gophers, did they shed any light on Tanner Morgan's status? Because if it's not Morgan, it's, um, as I think he said, his name, Calic Manis, who I watched play against uh, yep. at Rutgers, I want to say on maybe a Friday night was it? Maybe. Um, but what what are you hearing about Tanner Morgan? It does not seem like everything I've read from every beat writer up in Minnesota uh, this week is it does not sound like Tanner Morgan is going to play. He had not practiced as of early in the week, so I just I don't and, and you know I think last week he wasn't he wasn't in uniform. I think he was just in street clothes on the sidelines. So um, I. I would expect uh, Ethan uh, Calamantes to to be the uh, the quarterback uh, this weekend. You know, more of a runner. But I mean, last week what did he seven completions, thirteen throws, Jeez. like sixty-seven yards or something. You know, ridiculously uh, yeah. low. So. Sixty-four. I just pulled it up. I had no idea it was that bad. Seven for thirteen, yeah. sixty-four yards. And they ran the wheels off Mo Ibrahim in yep. a in a in a blowout win. Uh, you know, thir- I think he had 36 carries in that game. So, mm-hmm. I suspect this is going to be uh, a lot of ground and pound uh, at uh, at uh, Minneapolis. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just you know, 20 mile an hour winds is not going to help the pass game anyway. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Not at all. Going to be uh, perhaps a very ugly one there. 29 and a half. That's what my numbers came to for the over under. And of course, it's 32 and a half right I think now. Circa's down to 31. Uh, they're change. moving down. Yeah. So uh, get on that if you're going to play the under because I, I don't think that thing's going up anytime very soon. Over to basketball. Great win against Seton Hall earlier in the week. Next week, they'll be heading down to Florida in between another non conference game against Nebraska Omaha. But this team feels different, Tom. There's a toughness with. 
guys like Tony Perkins with Rebracha, Chris Murray doing his thing out there. Are they different, or is this just another free and team with different guys out there? No, I think I think you're right. There is a, you know, the previous teams. You know, while Luca Garza was was certainly a, had a lot of toughness. I mean, there was um, not. He's not like Philip Rebracha. Philip. I'll share a story with you. I was doing some interviews for the Swarm Collective, and I asked Patrick McCaffrey and and uh, Peyton Stanford, "You're in a dark alley. Which teammate do you want with you?" Hmm. And both of them said Rebracha. Really, ah. over Connor. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said Connor. I said, "Are right. you guys going to say Connor?" And they go, "Well, we'd like Connor, yeah, because Connor'd fight dirty." But Rebracha, uh, <laughs> Rebracha, you don't want to mess with. And I think between him. And Tony Perkins, Perkins just don't care. He just doesn't care. He's going to come at you. Um, he's he's got a swagger to him, and you know that that it's just a different um, mentality when your best players are are like that. And um, and those are the best players. Those are the guys that. And, and Chris is Chris Murray's a quieter guy, but um, you know he's going to go out and score. But the personality is more. Philip Rabracha, Perkins, guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, Rabracha was animated at times against Seton Hall. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he wasn't last. I don't remember him being that animated. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that was great to see out of him. If he, he continues down that path, that's three, that's three dudes right there. Perkins, Rabracha, and Connor McCaffrey come with a little attitude to these games. Yeah. And they're, this is going to, you know, interesting stretch coming up with, you know, the Clemson and then, you know, maybe TCU, although TCU has been struggling and missing some parts uh, right now. Uh, but then that, you know, that starting with that, uh, you know, Duke game and uh, Georgia Tech and you've got, and Georgia Tech's not very good this year, but you got Duke, you got Iowa State and Wisconsin kind of like mm. three games in like five days. Uh, so that's going to be a, uh, a really challenging stretch for Iowa. La Guy Dembele. Did I get it? Yes. All right. I knocked that one out of the park. This is the new commit that they got on the basketball front. 6'9 kid, prep school out in Jersey. So went out there, got a win. Also brought a commit nice. back with him uh, out from Jersey. Tell us a little a bit about this guy. Saw he's up to a four-star on arrivals. Fill us in a little bit more on some help inside, perhaps, for the Hawkeyes in the future. Yeah, he is a interesting prospect. Um, you know, the more I've dug into him, the more I like him. I, initially, I was sort of like, eh, boy, I don't know. But now I'm, I'm sort of on. Uh, you know, I've, I've come around just watching film and talking to some people. He can rebound the basketball. Uh, you know, he they listed we listed him and just watching some film on him. He, he looked like he was, you know, the two thirty weight and. They listed him in the release at 250, and he looks 250 now, and that's uh, that's a big difference. Six nine, 250. He looks like a, a, a true power forward. So I I like that. Uh, I like the the skill he has. He can step out, shoot some threes as well. Um, you know, he's a hungry kid. So I, I expect he's going to come in, and you know, he's going to have to help right away. You know, and Freeman because they may not have a whole lot inside if Chris Murray leaves, uh, which I anticipate he will do after this season. And then, you know, I, I, I still do think Fran's going to go into the portal and try to get a veteran big man to, mm-hmm. to come in and kind of bridge that gap uh, up yep. front.
Yep, absolutely, uh, absolutely needs one. What about the conference overall, Tom? I mean, leading up to the the season, they're down. Big Ten's down this year. Really? Yep. Uh, from what we've seen so far this year, I jeez, I beg to differ. Michigan State has looked way better than anybody thought that they were going to. Indiana's yeah. Indiana, and got to throw the Hawks in the mix. Th- this conference may be better than some of the prognosticators projected it would be. Yeah, and I think we'll learn a little bit more about uh, where the conference stands here in the next week with all these tournaments because there's everybody's going to be playing in something, and um, you know we'll find out. Like for example, tonight uh, Illinois plays UCLA out in Vegas. I think that's a fascinating game, and we'll find out a lot about that Illinois team that I know a lot of people are very high on. I am not as high on them because they turned over so much. Yeah, talent. but they got Terrence Shannon, who's a legit. I think I think he's a problem. I think he's a problem. Yeah, he's a good player, yep. but I, you know, I'm just not sold that like Coleman Hawkins is your second best player, mm-hmm. and that's going to lead you to a Big Ten title. I, I just don't know that that's that's going to be the case. But we'll see. I'm just real curious to see what Illinois looks like tonight. Um, um, you know, Michigan State has been. Michigan State's got Villanova tonight. That's going to yeah. be an interesting game as well. Well, they don't duck anybody. Izzo just yeah, sure, no. we'll play. We'll play. Izzo, Izzo just wants to play everybody in the top twenty yeah. uh, before the season. I love it. I love it. Hey, last thing, Tom. Back to football. We'll let you go. HawkeyeReport.com. Tom Caker. Any injuries uh, for, for tomorrow's game that we should be aware of? I see Arlen Bruce back on the depth chart, but maybe not. What are you hearing, uh, either offense or defense, that uh, maybe not uh, be able to answer the bell? Yeah, I think Arlen's good to go. I, I think everybody else is pretty much, you know, Terry Roberts yet, but yep. um, I, I think uh, everybody else seems like they're um, ready to go. And final two games, I think everybody's ready to ready to get after it in the cold tomorrow. Can't wait. What time are you leaving to head up there? Oh, I'm I'm headed up there today. Nice. I'm going to go up and hang out with some friends uh, from high school and college to catch up for a little bit, and then uh, you know. Just uh, enjoy the the beautiful Twin City. Well, I saw you and Halas and Bowen Camp are already mapping out your plans for Tampa Bay when you're there to cover the bowl game. You're, head, you're headed to the track. I uh, love it. Does, does it seem oh, like yeah, the the track, the Tampa Downs there is awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm with you. Uh, it's, it's, it's Oldsmeyer, Florida. I want to say is the name of the little uh, town that it's in, yep. uh, a suburb. Yep. Uh, are you convinced, Tom, that that's where they're going to be? I, I think if they went out, yeah. Uh, where they're going to end up is, I mean, they changed the name of the bowl. The right. team has to be Iowa that goes there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's part of Florida law at this point, uh, that every yeah. few years, good stuff. Tom, thank you. Uh, we won't be Friday next week, but we'll be Wednesday. I hope that fits with your schedule. Awesome. I will text you, Tom. Yes, perfect. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Tom Kekert, HawkeyeReport.com, as we take a last look at the Hawks. Well, our picks, as bad as they are, and they have been putrid. But you know what? It's really weird because you're so good during the week. Yeah, and then it comes to Friday and it all falls apart. The pressure gets to you. Well, no, it's college football has been my problem this year. NFL, as well, my picks are also documented there. I've been good in the NFL. I'm 50, I think, 8% on the season. And in Circus uh, Millions, I'm doing well. I'm in the top 1,000 at least there and well over 500. But college football has been Mm. my bugaboo. We're in that Bet Rivers contest. Yeah. Woof. Everybody. Outside of the guy from over in the Quad Cities has been, well, everyone's lost money this year. They have. They have. 
Luckily, it's Bet Rivers' money for us, yeah, right? That's his money we're, we're, we're losing. By the way, Circus Survivor, which started with over 6,100 people. Mm-hmm. That's all you, the contest is. All you have to do is pick one winner. Point spread doesn't matter. One winner every week. Doesn't matter. Pick any game you want. Just give me the winner. 86 people left <laughs> from the original 6,100. And next week is when it actually gets difficult. It's because uh, you have the um, Thanksgiving games are their own week. What a great contest. Oh, baby. Christmas as well, if it gets to that point. Well, it's uh, at this point that we go to break, and when we come back, we'll give you our picks for the week. It's Miller and Condon, and we're on Des Moines Sports Station 106. KXNO. NBA action is just getting started, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers out there, you can make any $5 NBA pregame money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. So check this out. Everybody can earn 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app and yeah, place the same-game parlay where you combine multiple bets. There's so many to choose from. Which team will win? The total rebounds, total points scored, um, and a handful more. Uh, with bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook. That's where I'll be when I'm betting on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Make sure to use promo code KXNO. Any $5 bet this week, $200 in free bets. All your team has to do is win. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code KXNO. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Gambling problem? Listen to your podcasts. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. If you're interested, if you can't be in front of your TV to watch the 5A State Championship tonight, Valley versus Southeast Polk 730 kick. I know it's on Channel 17, but Trent's got it on the radio on the bull on the FM 96.9. What time is your pregame or are you? 7.15 with the pregame 730 kick. And you can also sync up your TV. Put those instructions up on Twitter Sync up your TV with your DVR, and you can listen to my call. Somebody that's covered the teams all season long. <laughs> I like it. Uh, win uh, Hawkeye tickets to see Nebraska. Go to the Miller & Condon Twitter account. Uh, there you'll see the Fuller Dental Contest. It closes tomorrow, one minute before 3 o'clock. Well, our picks, Trent, have been brutal. Uh, we're both coming off in yet another losing week. Uh, but you have the tee boxes the week before. You were good. I was 4-1. and one. The only 4-1 and one I believe either of us has had. I thought I had one. You had one? Yes. Well, that makes your record even worse. 21-33-1 against the number. I thought we were going to say the record. 24-31. You got me on best bets, though. You used <laughs> to be really good at those. You're down to 5-6. and six. I'm yeah, only a game behind on that at 4-7. and seven. It has not been fun. It has not been pretty. Yeah, we're here once again for the clubbing. To embarrass ourselves. Here we go. We kick things off at the college game, and I'm going late night. It is our last time of the season to get some money down. What do you always say? Time to get even or even worse? Yep. Well, you'll have that opportunity this weekend as UNLV comes to town. Now, UNLV got off to a nice start this season. They looked like a competent they did. team. Yes, they, I agree. Brumfield, he got injured, and this team has fallen apart. They're still 4-6. and six. They have this game. They have Nevada to get to bowl eligibility. I think it starts here, and I think they cruise. Give me UNLV. I'll lay the 11 where, in the late night Where matchup. will you find that game? On 
a streaming service if it's not on TV. Okay. Pick number two, UCLA, USC. Talked about this all week long. I believe the wrong team is favored. I think UCLA bounces back. I don't believe in that Trojan defense. I'll take the Bruins plus the two and a half. Would you go the total of 76 and a half? What would you yeah, do? Yeah, wouldn't touch it. Wouldn't touch I the, think it's over. Yeah, Anyways. Those, those are asinine numbers yep. that just can't touch. We go to the NFL for pick number three. Kicking things off as the Rams make the road trip to New Orleans. Rams are dead. The defending Super Bowl champion, it is over. They're injured. No Cooper Cup. I only have to lay a field goal with New Orleans, even with their issues. I'll do that gladly. Also going to lay a field goal. New England against the Jets. The Patriots here. This game was at Jetland just a couple weeks ago, and the spread was right around the same. Now back in New England, I'm laying a field goal. I will do that gladly. Give me New England. Minus the three in the hook. And my best bet of the week comes from the Big 12. Give me West Virginia and the seven and a half. Different team at home, K-State, with a lot to play for with my best bet of the week. All right, Trent, uh, here we go. Let's uh, start with the college game. I think it's a beauty contest for the Tennessee Volunteers, and I believe they're going to run up the score against South Carolina this week. Uh, They're on the road. The game is at South Carolina. Tennessee, it's a big number. It's 21. There's a lot of 21 and a half, 22, but I found the 21 out there. Late three touchdowns. Tennessee has to keep impressing. They're on the outside of the SEC championship looking in. Give me Tennessee pick number one. I don't get the Bedlam line. I think Oklahoma State is the better team. And yet you're going to give me a touchdown? Seven and a half, actually? Okay. Give me the Cowboys pick number two in college. To the NFL game, uh, I'm going to take the Raiders over the Broncos. It's two and a half. Carr plays well usually against Denver. Denver's season is over. Denver's got so many injuries. Lost one of their linebackers yesterday for the year in practice. Uh, Raiders pick number one. The Bengals at the Steelers. Bengals have a ton to play for. I still think that this is a playoff team. They're taking on the Steelers. Lane four, give me Cincinnati. My best bet of the week is the Philadelphia Eagles to bounce back. The Colts, they won a game last week against the Raiders. Lane Less than a touchdown on the road. Give me the Eagles minus six and a half. Your bonus play. I know you're waiting for it. It's the 109th version of the Grey Cup. Yeah. Condon. Oh, the defending back-to-back Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Make it three in a row. Lay the five and a half. Give me the Bombers over the Argonauts. 530 ESPN2. And there you go. We're out of week. Um, Murph and Andy in five minutes. KXNO Drive in two hours and five minutes. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Miller and Condon, 106.9.